Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, everybody. It's me, Luigi. Ho-ho! I don't like to brag too much, but this is the year of Luigi. Good morning, video games. Welcome to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games hosted by three very kind and extremely knowledgeable boys. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasselo, and with me, as always... It's Ben Vanell here. Happy New Year to you, Tommy, and old Lang Syne to the third member of this podcast. It's me, uh, Adam Lang Syne. Adam Knox, mm-hmm. the yeah. what does "old Lang Syne" mean? Uh, something like um, to to old friends or something, or like something like that. Yeah, right. Like a cheers, a hooray, a huzzah. We're back in different houses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you call it? Uh, what do you call it if you're during the New Year's Eve countdown? You're listening to the song "Constant Craving." I don't know, Tommy. What do you call that? KD Lang Syne. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> Woo! Okay. The fever's kicking in. I'm feeling good. <laughs> what do you call it if um, you uh, are celebrating New Year's as a primate in the in uh, the jungles of Indonesia? Hmm. Orangutan land sign. Orangutan oh. sign. Orangutan land sign. <laughs> I just thought of the first one. The jungle. That rhymed a bit Orangutan land. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call it if you're a Game Boy game based on yep. a hit console franchise uh, and it's New Year's? Super Mario. No, it's a, well, yeah, you could actually, yeah. Donkey Kong land sign. Super Mario land sign. Yep. Yeah, I still had I still had a ring. I still had chimps on the brain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry the beautiful to have, one before. Um, ended ended our podcast in 2022 already. <laughs> I, I apologize for ruining everything so early in the year. Well, old Lang Syne translates to the good old days, and I am wishing we were back in them right now <laughs> after that series of uh, <laughs> misjudged riffs. Um, but we do have some more looking back to do. We can't move on to your 2022 yet because one thing we we said we'd do. And we will do because we do what we say we'll do is count mm-hmm. down our listener poll top games of last year. We did our games on the last two weeks. We did um we did our top tens and then we collated them into one overall, which I think was a fun and uh, innovative thing that we've never done before. <laughs> yeah, very innovative. Um, having a, yeah. like a, the whole team come together and pick. Yeah, yeah pretty smart yeah, for content. Listing mm-hmm. things for content yeah. and then and then combining innovation, it. innovation just within the one organization yeah. is still innovation. It's like when a French food, a fast French food, <laughs> a fast food. We should say, should we say, Tommy franchise. has COVID. That's why we're in separate houses, <laughs> and he's yeah. doing one, his best. 
I'm I'm I've got a lot of the symptoms and I'm I'm waiting for a I'm waiting for a PCR test result. Yes. which stands for uh, pretty chody rod uh, <laughs> test. So I've had to go through a driving clinic and give them a look at it. And yeah. then, uh, it's currently being analysed by the that, boffins in it. St. Vincent's and then what analysis? What analysis? You can't do it with <laughs> a, know, just an, arm, an eye test. Why is it taking so long? Yeah. Why is it taking? Why is there a backlog? Why is it taking four days? It's it should very be. Can't similar. they do that on site? Very very similar to the COVID test but they just test whether or not it can swab the back of your throat and then that <laughs> that is the yeah the metric that they use yeah. the 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 chode test should be short it should be short yeah. by definition but yeah currently yeah. at least in melbourne about one in three people seems to have covid and yep. based on yep. the hosts of this podcast that statistic seems accurate every podcast right. has three hosts the same <laughs> three and one has covid yeah one has covid yeah if yep. you want to do the test at home uh, for the the pcr the pretty chody rod you can <laughs> do the at home version which is the uh, the squashed rat test um, <laughs> yeah where you just Press it up against your window and get your neighbour to have a look. Right. But uh, right. they're impossible to come by at the moment. No neighbours outside because they've all got COVID and they're inside isolating. Mm. So uh, that's the position that we're in. But uh, all the people who uh, voted in our poll, thank you very much for doing yes. that. And mm-hmm. uh, we, we, we do have official results. Unlike Tommy, we've yep. got official uh, game yep. of the year listener subscript people that this is on, well it's in our Patreon group too. Yes, yeah, it's worth. So if you out. if you want to have your voice heard, you have to become a donor, which is how politics works in real life. <laughs> yeah, great um, ad. If you yeah. listen to this and you're furious, you can change the result of this next year. Yeah, I'm furious about it because yeah, you pointed this out I think in our chat Nox. It's or maybe on the thread. It's basically it's almost the direct inverse to our own top ten, but it's. Yeah, close to being flipped on its head. So mm. it's good to know that for whatever reason, the people who listen to this podcast think in completely the different direction to us and don't agree with us at all, yes. which is why a very confused. <laughs> yeah, but, that's uh, why I listen to Joe Rogan, you know, to get an opposite opinion to mine. <laughs> oh, cool. Just to hear all the options. <laughs> well, uh this is, I guess, in that case, if that, if he is also the opposite opinion to you and this is our opposite list, this is Joe Rogan's official top 10 <laughs> games of the year. I love that's the branding, yeah, from now on. Yeah. Every Number year. 10. Brought to you by DMT. <laughs> <laughs> Number 10, watching a video of like a moose kick someone. <laughs> Number 9, getting somebody with crazy, bizarre fringe beliefs on and calling it a scientist. Mm-hmm. Yep. Number eight, Invermectum. Yep. <laughs> Number seven. <laughs> Number seven, cleaning your room or whatever Jordan Peterson says to do. Uh, uh, the real number 10 though. So yeah, I, the, we, there's a couple of uh, ones that got the same number of votes. So I, I've put them together. But in, in the mm-hmm. other uh, ones, we've got number 10 was the Forgotten City, which uh, mm-hmm. over the we'll talk about a bit more next week. We're going to catch yes. up over our like, you know, holiday reading next yep. week. And uh, both of you have been playing that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Very excited nine. to talk about it. Me too, yeah. Uh, number nine, Death's Door. Mm-hmm. Great game. Well done. Number eight, Hitman 3, which, uh, oh. yeah, I think this came up at the time for us that it was on one of our lists, maybe yours, Ben. Yeah, it was like nine for me, yeah. yeah. And both Tommy and me, I think, kind of noted that, like, yeah, it was really good, but for whatever reason, it just didn't stick in our brains, right? Uh, well, I think too. This this list kind of speaks to like us for the pod. We play 
most of the big things that come out. We try to play as much stuff as we can. Mm. And so we kind of have the opportunity for more stuff to stick with us because we're going, well, we're going to try and play, you know, most of the things that come out for this podcast. Mm -hmm. But this list speaks to the the reality of most people that play games, which is like you really pick and choose what you're going to play. You go in on something because you are pretty sure you're going to get the return on investment and then you maybe just stick with it for a few months. Mm. So a game like Hitman 3 coming out at the start of the year – Kind of, it's it's good enough to be in a top ten for sure, but I think it bounced off our lists, Adam, because we, you know, we played so much during the year. Yeah. But um, it being it being uh, yeah, on on listeners' overall top tens, there would have been plenty of people who it was one of the few things that they played for the year, mm. and certainly is a value for money thing. It seems like there's so much to do in that game, so yeah, it's not hard to see why it would have been uh, high ranking for a lot of people. And Tommy, the numbers back you up. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. Speaking of numbers, number seven, Inscription. A very good game, very high on our lists. Yeah, my Um, number one. And I think it was our combined number one because we all had it, yeah, thereabouts. Um, Mm -hmm. Yep. Very creative game, but uh, it was an indie game. Not everyone played it and then therefore not everyone had an opinion on it. Which you've got to. You've got to have an opinion on everything. That's, That's the right. key thing about being a fun person to talk to. Is totally. To have an opinion about have it, everything. Have it recorded because then you'll live forever in your opinions. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's this why is I us do it. Putting our heads into cryogenesis like what yeah, Disney yeah. here. This is our legacy, boys, talking over each other about video games. <laughs> Granddad, what did your dad think of It Takes Two? <laughs> well, son. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't have put it at number six on his list of best games of the year, but that is what the listeners did, uh, along with Returnal, equal number six. Right. Yep. Uh, Deathloop and Forza Horizon 5 coming in at place number five. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Metroid oh, Dread spooky. number four, which uh, I think it was surprisingly high for me because I remember seeing the chatter about that um, sort of, I think, from our listeners and stuff, being that mm. a lot of people were finding it a bit hard and a bit like it didn't seem at the time to me like people were as into it as that. People were loving it. Yeah. Interesting. But you know what? If you were loving it or just liking it, you probably weren't jumping in on the conversations about disliking it. You probably were just mm. playing it. You weren't. Yeah. You didn't have time to be in the fa- Patreon Facebook group. Too busy trying to find that damn morph ball. There you go. Look at us rediscovering <laughs> internet stuff like Echo Chambers just then and Joe Rogan. and <laughs> It's nice to be back on the internet in a way. Yes. yes. Number three, the frog in a blender. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number three, the dramatic hamster gif. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Resident Evil 8 or Village uh, was number three. Right. Uh, this list is actually uh, similar to mine because... Uh, I had Inscription and and uh, Hitman and uh, this game on it. <laughs> That's the reasoning. But I, I did right. have Resident Evil But then a lot of the high. others weren't on your list at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and in terms of order, like what looking at some sort of other game of the year uh, lists from different publications and whatever, these are the, a lot of the sort of games that were ending up at number one on a bunch of like so many different places right. had yep. different number ones. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, well, and it, yeah. Uh, Ga- Game Awards. It was like what? It was Resident Evil was n- nominated. It was like Ratchet and Clank and Deathly. Like it was the big. Yeah. It was the big games, I guess. Uh, right, exactly. And as we get towards the top here, these are the biggest games because Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart is number two, which mm. really surprised me because that's a lot of PS5s out there as well that people are. 
Yeah. Yeah. Get their hands on. That's true. That's true. But, you know, these are people who are paying to listen to a video games podcast. They're probably the people who tried desperately to get in and get a PS5. So that's uh, maybe representative of that demo. That's true. Those are the olden days I wish for. Lying in bed, feverishly clicking refresh. (laughs) (laughs) And then after I was finished, ordering a PS5. (laughs) Uh, Why were you refreshing? (laughs) Just to see if there was more (laughs) pornography. Right, okay. I just need fresh (laughs) pornography. (laughs) Sure. Sure. It's quicker to hit refresh than it is to pull the slider all the way back to the start of the video (laughs) and bat off to it again. I'm going to go again. (laughs) You're on on (laughs) randomporn.com. Yeah. Like, okay. What am I going to roll this time? <laughs> just a little I'm bit. I'm feeling of lucky. Porn roulette. <laughs> yeah. Just one of the most dangerous games you can play. <laughs> uh, one of the most safe games you can play is the the number one game of the year, according to our listeners. A game that I, I liked very much. Halo Infinite. Mm. A surprise win. Yeah. 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 I mean, look, it's Game Pass, right? So it's available to anyone who's on Game Pass. Again, if you're paying for for our, our Patreon, which is a very, very good Patreon, you get lots of good content, you're probably paying for Game Pass because it also makes sense uh, if you like yep. a lot of games. Mm. And it's it's a good, solid game. Like, we all had a great time playing it. Mechanically, it's, like, one of the best first-person shooters <laughs> you'll play. Um, yeah. It's just – it's probably a game that enough people were, like – yeah, there's, th- yeah, th- this is fine to be my number one. You know, like it was, it wasn't offensive or anything. Well, it makes sense. Beloved franchise returned to form. Yeah, you know, that's yes. people very happy with how it turned out. Yeah, I think that's the big thing that that we don't have as much. I definitely have it, but that like. Uh, Xbox nostalgia. If you had an Xbox as a kid, Halo Infinite, it, it, it pushes it up a grade for right. you, I reckon. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, I watched that Xbox documentary over the... I don't know. remember if I talked about that on here. I think you mentioned it, but you haven't really gone into detail. Well, that was the same sort of thing uh, for me where it was like... It was a really well-made documentary that's all free on YouTube, so I reckon it's worth uh, having a little crack at if you want. It's like six 40-minute episodes, and it's mm, obviously... Not sure if I have the time at the moment, but... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it goes into... Bit flat out over here. <laughs> yeah. You're, You're busy clicking refresh. <laughs> yeah, I've got Ben Russell's Bucks party on Sunday that just got cancelled, so uh, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, okay. I'm flat out. I'm flat out responding to things that Fuck. are now no longer happening. Yeah. <laughs> well, so you've you've. It sounds to me, Tommy, honestly, and I don't know if you realise this. It sounds like you've said that that you have a lot of time. Yeah, mm, I'm getting that yeah. vibe. I'm getting. He's that caught vibe. me out. He's caught me out. I thought COVID had made me smarter than everyone else, but I think it's actually <laughs> made me a bit dumber. Yeah, so anyway, uh, that's that's out there for you to watch and I, I, I enjoyed it from the point of view of uh, someone who was uh, playing Xboxes during the time they're talking about. But I think it's also interesting if you're not like, if, if you don't have uh, the nostalgia that parts of it are, you know, making use of. Uh, it's mm. still an interesting story of how they... Yeah, I would, uh, yeah, I would like to watch it as a, I, I was, yeah, I wasn't really tapped into what they were doing at the time. Um, I did. I did fall a little bit into the camp of thinking like, this won't. This won't take. These jokers don't know what they're doing. Mm. Stick to PCs. Well, a lot so of people I, I would did. Be Tommy, kind of. Yeah. And then yeah. these rebels, this band of <laughs> cowboys that they try to portray them as, as these big like. <laughs> 
God damn, they came out of nowhere and they shook everything yeah. up, these fucking pirate <laughs> bastards. And also, it's not particularly kind about Bill Gates. It's got a lot of stuff of everyone going like, yeah, he shouted at us a lot. Mm, cool. Mm. Okay. Getting on a yeah, that's plane. what I've that's what I've heard is that it's uh, even though it's an in-house production, it doesn't gloss over the the missteps that they've made and stuff. No, which, yeah, which it like goes cool. into the Red Ring of Death stuff, and they're all like, "Yeah, man, that was really fucked up." And like the Xbox One, they're like, "Yeah, dude, we we fucked that up too." So <laughs> mm-hmm. it we is fucked it all up, really. We yeah. just fucked the whole thing up at every stage. And Bill, <laughs> he kept yelling at us, and I don't know what for. He kept throwing Xboxes Someone- at us. <laughs> Someone in a talking head interview for a documentary halfway through being like, you know what? I quit. Fuck this company. <laughs> Just talking about all this is making me realise we suck. Um, um, but so you know that, who yeah. doesn't suck? Our patrons who voted uh, those uh, their top 10 games of the year. And if you, for whatever reason, haven't listened to ours... Go back and listen. It's really good. We, we only really spoil Inscription. So, yeah. you know, get into yeah. it. It's fun to talk about games like Game of the Full Year stop. stuff and do a little <laughs> do a little reminiscing. I also love doing uh, forwardnessing. Yeah. yeah. We're going to now uh, chat about the games that are coming up in 2022. And, uh, you know, we're talking about our games of the year. Mm-hmm. In a year's time, we could be fondly looking back at some of these games having been on our... Best of 2022 list. Yeah, I think yeah. there's also a very good chance if this year is anything like the last couple of years, which by all indications it seems like it's going to be, mm-hmm. um, that <laughs> we're looking at the games of 22 and beyond is a sure, very sure. good chance. Yeah. Also, based on last year, there'll be some games that we love that aren't on any of these lists that we've been researching. Specifically, yep. a bunch of indie games uh, that... Like, you know, they get announced ahead of time and a lot of them are in early access for a while, but it just Mm -hmm. still isn't as easy to keep track of what indie games are worth your time, to be honest. So, like, yeah, that's why I think that's why we tend to dive in on them on episodes and highlight ones that aren't triple A games because we do stumble across them and we love them. And, you know, I'm still trying to evangelize Inscription after having been convinced by you, Nox, and and other friends of ours. but, um, yeah, so we'll be covering, I guess, what we have foreknowledge about. We'll be forecasting. Th- we'll yeah. be three casting about forecasting. Hey, yeah, there are three of us. <laughs> I feel like I barely turned up and Tommy has COVID, so maybe we're like <laughs> half a, a 50-50 each, but it's like it's still two people. That's enough to have a conversation. Yeah, absolutely. That's absolutely. That's the, the bare minimum, you could say. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, All right, so we're going to go through uh, what's coming up. We didn't talk about PlayStation VR 2. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's something that, like, well, this is hot off the presses for us because CES is on in uh, Las Vegas and Mm. someone Mm. broke the bro code and told us about it, even though it happened in (laughs) Vegas. Yep. They, uh, they. Tom Holland killed a prostitute. No. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, they showed a bunch of stuff, including a camera, which is when you tuned in, Knox. Um, yeah. But I, also, yeah, they had Tom Holland and the head of Sto- Sony M- Picture Studio. Is that yeah, the, who it was? Yeah. yeah. It was the, the yeah, CEO. Yeah, the CEO of the movie studio. Um, yeah. Doing some of the great. Some of the greatest riffing you'll ever see in your life. It's really uh, good back and forth stuff there. <laughs> really fantastic stuff. Yeah. A, a young, uh, charismatic man who's in his prime, 
uh, trying to, to mix Tom it Holland. up. <laughs> 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 trying to mix it up with an old Hollywood fuckhead. Yeah. <laughs> God, he. Yeah, is is not in the position of really having to pitch anything. Is uh, is you yeah, know true. on the other end of those uh, discussions, and uh, yeah, very noticeably so. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a there's a great bit where they've got a um, big shot behind them of the Sony lot, and Holland's like, "Oh, that's my uh, that's my car space right there. That's where I park." You know, it's funny enough little joke, and mm. and then the CEO kind of cuts him off mid sentence to go, "Oh well, yeah, hey, you're in the number one movie everywhere in the world at the moment." You can park wherever you want, pal. It's like, cool. I don't even think that's really his parking spot. Like, he's not, <laughs> you know, he's, he's surely he's getting driven in, you'd think. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's trying to have a bit of fun with it. I love having um, a talking point be forced back upon you. Bring it, bring uh, it back yeah. on message. Because you know that yeah. guy was patting himself on the back afterwards being like, yeah, I brought it back on message. I got Absolutely. it in there. I got a Maybe I should be in, in one of the movies I make. You know, maybe I'll, it went great. Maybe, <laughs> but I thought honestly, I thought you know because they show a clip of of Uncharted as well at the end of that big mm-hmm. you know uh, a riff sesh. I thought Tom Holland's acting was really good when he was describing the action as being practical and realistic. Because in the actual clip, it's fuck, it's just CGI. He's like, he looks like he's made of rubber. I, I, yeah. I but I was genuinely buying in. I was like, because he he talked in depth. I don't know if you watched it all, Tommy, but he talked really in depth about how the action was the hardest action he's done. Way more complicated and realistic than Spider Man. You know, he was actually swinging around and doing stuff, and you know, the stunts were really difficult. And then, yeah, it it. I think we saw it because it's it's what leaked. It was the um, cargo yeah, plane. Yeah, bit. yeah, yeah. And it doesn't I didn't look real see that all. bit. I but I did have a similar thing where I was watching him talk about um, his because you know I previously had assumed cynically that it's like oh he just gets cast in this and you know he couldn't give a fuck about the games one way or the other right and he told this story about working on the first Spider Man that he was in and because it's a Sony film in their trailers they had all the uh, latest Playstations and TVs and stuff and that's where he really got into the games and like spending hours and getting really into them and him. Him sort of driving the project a bit, mm. and uh, and again, okay. that's probably spin. But I, it, it did, it kind of did work on me. It did make me it, a little more interested in it, and it did seem a little less like, oh, they've just cynically like miscast this and used a current like hot actor guy. It's like, no, he wanted to do it, and then it was like, oh, why don't we make it like an earlier story, like a kind of prequely kind of thing of mm. the game so well, i don't know i'm i'm still i'm still holding out hope i think this could be a fun movie i could buy that too because it seems like he has some sway at that studio because he was the mm. one who convinced them to keep going with the spider-man stuff and all of that right so it seems mm. like the pro- the great banter between tom and the ceo yeah that the, it must be working for the ceo guy what's his name I don't remember. Uh, I can't remember. Sony. But it, honestly, he should have been playing Sully. That's a big mistake to seeing the rapport between them. <laughs> seeing this guy seeing this guy cut off Tom Holland in the movie so he can go, I'm sweating like a whore in church. Well, really he, would have been He something. would be like, I'm sweating like a guy who's just seen a PS5 on Stella, one of our many <laughs> yes. fantastic yeah. retail partners. <laughs> yeah. I'm sweating like me when I saw the first day figures for Spider-Man No Way Home. <laughs> I'm sweating like I'm sweat I'm excited. Picture country, <laughs> whole country's best best hit picture. Oh yes, <laughs> I'm sweating um, like I just did a whole bunch of cocaine. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. Um, but yeah, so Uncharted happened. 
Um, that just happened at the CES press conference. But um, what also happened was an unveiling by Mark Ryan. Marcus, Is that his name? Mark Ryan. Yeah, someone. Jim Ryan. Jim Ryan. Jim Ryan. Because there's Mark Cerny and Jim Ryan. Um, yeah, 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 Jim Ryan was there And I watched this bit And this was very funny to me Him going like uh, We've got a whole bunch of great Whatever, the future of video games Entertainment, Sony, computer entertainment And part of that is virtual reality And we're very excited to announce The official name for our next generation Of virtual reality PlayStation VR 2 <laughs> uh, Wow I saw fucking Keely tweeted that as well Sony have unveiled the name Of their new VR project PlayStation VR 2. What do you mean unveiled the name? That's the same thing yep. we've been calling it for ages. Mm. Wrapping up my own cup and putting it under the Christmas tree. That's my cup! Mm. <laughs> I came no, up with that cup. It's <laughs> cup two, Adam. It's cup two. <laughs> uh, but it, it sounds cool. It's a lot of similar stuff, but just made official now, right, that we kind of knew from... I feel like people got a hold of the patents and things like that and were saying like, yeah. oh, it's got eye tracking in it. It's yep. got uh, the feedback thing. What do you call that? The oh, critical uh, feedback. Hip, 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 haptic? Haptic, yeah, yeah. It's got all that sort of stuff going on. It's in got it. the cameras on yep. the outside like um, the Oculus and, and other similar headsets where, yeah, it's doing hand tracking and the actual VR stuff is, is not uh, infrared, although it does mm. have an infrared sensor. Um, it's got headset feedback um, as well as yes. control feedback, which is cool. And, yeah, it's one cable, which is another thing that we yep. were speculating about and, and had heard 4K, leaked, I think. Uh, wider field of vision. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, basically all the stuff you'd expect from however many years it's been since they made the first, what is it, five years now? It's been out for Something a, like that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's very much in terms of, like, the ergonomics and the the functionality of it even it it kind of pales in comparison to the oculus which is even that's you know a, a couple of years on now so mm. by the time this thing does finally come out it's pretty exciting i think it'll be it'll it'll look amazing it yeah um, I, i'm i'm very much looking forward to it because uh, i went and played um i expect you to die oh and, yeah and the sequel to that and they are perfectly fine but i played them on PSVR and compared to an Oculus you can really feel the age of the 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 controller right. tracking technology especially and like the headset tracking that all just uses the camera in front of the TV you 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 mm. really feel that so um this is it sounds like basically everything you would want in an updated VR headset and and then they had a little piece of uh software to show off mm. which was nice cuz yeah there's still still no um Still no look at the actual headset itself, to be clear. They showed the controllers again, but which I think they've already shown off. The sense um, controllers. Yeah, yeah, they showed off uh, a little software demo. It was uh, walking around the Sony lot, uh, <laughs> being able to see where Tom Holland's car space is. So that's very exciting. It was well, cool. Tommy, a he's in the biggest movie in the world, so you know what? <laughs> he can play VR wherever he wants to. The goal of this game is to walk up to any parking spot and jack the fucking car and move it out of the way because we got a big star coming through. That's right. Zendaya. Um, <laughs> it, was a, uh, it was a Horizon... Uh, Zero Dawn or just what's the just Horizon is the Horizon the overall and then it was name, called right? fucking what was it called something about Call the of the cloud? Mountain Call of the Mountain yeah, yeah. Um, 
yeah, a little do, VR do, experience. Do, it's do, cool do, that do, they're do, expanding do, that do, world kind of more and more, um, mm. which, yeah, I mean, if that's – yeah, I don't know. It's hard to tell, like, kind of what the what sort of uh, VR-based thing it is, whether it's a game or just a little kind of on-rails experience kind of thing. Mm. But, um, yeah, it's cool to see that they're thinking about that kind of stuff and fleshing out a lot of their existing yeah. franchises into that world would be really cool because that's – at this point, I think that's a big part of um, – yeah, they're kind of ace up the sleeve is that they, they do have enough marquee franchises that if they just went all in on going boom, 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 here's these here's a here's a Ratchet VR experience, here's a Horizon VR experience. Like I think that's that that's kinda of all they need to do. That this one this one did just look like it was, you know, walking underneath one of those big uh long neck dinosaur robot things and it did look very much like the VR thing that has been uh, the most common type of VR thing, which is, yeah, whoa, look at that huge Star Destroyer. I'm moving mm-hmm. through this for 15 minutes. And so, like, if it was another one of those, I think that would be... Uh, it'd be fine to do one because you want to show off your your new thing and whatever, but, like, it's not the sort of... Um, that, that, like, VR experience, 15-minute long go through yeah. this uh well i think there's got to be another astrobot uh on the way right That'd surely yeah. yeah that was so good on the that was what the one of the biggest uh the most popular vr things of their last generation headset people loved the pack-in on the ps5 and they haven't you know they we kind of thought maybe that was like a little taster of what was to come of a more fully fledged one they haven't shown anything like that off i would i would think they're maybe planning to launch it with a new one of them which would be that would be I smart. Think we'd, all, we'd all love i yeah. can i can allay your concerns about this horizon one though boys because it is going to be an original game built specifically for psvr2 it is a game game and it's being made by sony and uh, what's this company called fire sprite who made a game called The Persistence, which was like a full-on shooter. Oh, cool. It, right. it became a non-VR game as well um, on like every every platform. So it does seem like this is a full game and yes. and it is going to be, um, yeah, like additional story content for, for Horizon, where, whether it's set in the cool. past or the future or whatever. Um, this sounds, yeah, like it is meant to be at least one of the, the big first party games. Great. Um, not, not just a, yeah, not just an experience, which... That's um, deep. Would also, yeah, I would have been probably a little let down by. Uh, that's that's yeah. yeah, that's great to hear because I think it was literally just the fact that it was like you know walking under the big thing from the game, you know, and going like that's, whoa, yeah, yeah. which yeah. like of course that's how every VR trailer still is because it's like yeah, 3D movies. The, you have um, to have someone fucking throwing a tennis ball at your face, right? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's exactly that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get a load of this chode. You can't even see it in 3D. It's attached to Tommy. The results are back. <laughs> What was the like? What do you think the equivalent was of of other media where it's like the 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 tennis ball on the like the tennis oh, the paddle ball, ball? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The paddle was ball was like the three D movie thing. But like, do you think it was like? Were there jokes back in the day about like when stare, when TVs first had stereo in them? It's like every movie's got to have a scene where a oh, fucking right. train goes past and oh, you yeah. the left speaker and then the right. I bet. <laughs> well, I think literally yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I remember a lot of. I mean, like. When, when it went from sort of 4x3 to 16x9 being the standard, I remember a lot of things, none specifically, but where they would push the edges of the border yes. out to the widescreen format and be like, whoa, look at that, man, my arms I, yeah, are so yeah, long. Yeah. I, th- I think specifically um, ads for DVD as a format and uh, widescreen as a format on like mm. uh, rentals. 
I think mm. that's where we would yeah. have seen that kind of thing. Ads for DVD on VHS, I always remind remember finding very funny because they'd yeah. always they'd be like they'd show you what VHS looked like <laughs> and then they'd show you what DVD looked like, yeah. and it's like. But hang on, you're doing this on a VHS. Why don't you just do this on the VHS? Why don't you just clean up the colours and present a nicer picture here? <laughs> Fuck. Uh, same as with 4K games where they would just fucking zoom up on pores of skin. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. that's not been the thing I've been missing from every... That was like we, with that Matrix tech demo, how I think we were a little softer on it than some people because, like, it... Uh, it's it's fidelity that doesn't improve the actual look of the game. It's a cool technical achievement, but, you know... Mm, right. I want to I want to be able to play a fun VR game because it's such a good uh, way of controlling a game mm. rather than than be able to look at things from a 3D angle. Agree. Well, the future is here, Adam, and in 2022, I'm sure you're going to get to see uh, a lot of great graphical leaps and bounds hardware uh, being pushed to its limits, providing a gameplay experience that is as smooth as butter and as crisp as can possibly be. Starting on the 28th of January with the launch of Pokemon Legends Uh, on the Nintendo Switch. Well, uh, I've been playing Bowser's Fury again after you guys, you know, um, were so warm on it in your Game of the Year episodes. And even that, fucking, it struggles to run. And that is a small contained open world. Mm. Um, Yeah. So It's especially if you jump back and forth between 3D World, which is on the same cartridge where 3D World, they got up to a buttery smooth 60 frames per mm. second and then you, yeah you go into Be- fury and it's yeah it's a noticeable 30 which well for a game of that style like you really want it to be as smooth as possible speaking of things uh of, of competent hardware and things being buttery smooth before we talk a bit more about pokemon do you want to quickly talk about the greatest catch of all <laughs> catching yourself a good deal on some That's shaving right. equipment Yep. Yeah, I'd love to do that. <laughs> Fuck, we've been talking for ages and we haven't even got into the bulk of the episode. <laughs> nah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you can get into the bulk of your pubes with Manscaped.com's products. Happy New Year from us and from Manscaped. The ball has dropped, but that does, mean, that does not mean you have to drop the ball on your balls. No. Oh, okay. Too many. There was one too many balls in that. The yeah. drop your balls would have been, but I guess that's like a puberty thing. So, okay. Still yeah. one of the least offensive copies they've given us in a while. So <laughs> yeah. we've got to give credit yeah. where it's due. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and then the very next sentence, it's time you bring sexy back in 2022. <laughs> What's, what, what reference is that? Why? Yeah. It never left, baby. <laughs> Everyone's talking about that 16-year-old song. Haven't you heard? <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, yeah, Justin Timberlake is in late middle age. Um Right. And it doesn't matter what age you are, your pubes always need to be trimmed. Join the four million men worldwide who trust Manscaped to help them ring in the new year with the right <laughs> tools for the job. I'm going to disagree with that and say it does matter what age you are and that it starts <laughs> at a certain age. <laughs> not to, not to get overwrite the people who are, you know, advertising with us and we thank them, but you've no, gotten that, was that wrong. <laughs> that, was, that was all oh, that really? was all BV. <laughs> they did not write in a segue from Justin Timberlake to Manscaped. Oh, yeah. I um, forgot you were talking about JT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but uh, yeah, so the the performance package we've talked about it a bunch. The Lawnmower 4.0 is in the performance package, and that is their main hero product. It's a fantastic trimmer; you can use it on any part of your body. Um, if you want to ring in the new year, then 
make your ring brand new. <laughs> okay. and that's, I'm really annoyed because I've lost my lawnmower 4.0. I can't, I don't know oh. where the fuck it is. I can't find it anywhere. It's really annoying me. My asshole has been buzzing a lot lately. So I don't know. <laughs> but no, it, like, Speaking I, of the red ring of death. <laughs> I don't know where I put it. And it um, makes no sense that it wouldn't be in the bathroom. But whatever. Yeah, well, I don't that's know. It's my own problem. Yep. Um, but yes, yeah, so there's uh, there's this package. It has like six essential tools. It has the lawnmower. It has the uh, deodorant and moisturizer. It has like a little freshness toner spray thing. Um, yep. You get a little bag in it. The nose hair trimmer, I think, is another product. I don't know if that's in that one, but it's a very good yeah. uh, Yep. Product. I don't know. Well. I don't know. I don't know if it's in the performance package, but it is. Um, it is extremely good, regardless. Um, oh, there was another line that I wanted to read. Oh, because I had an issue with it. <coughs> so <laughs> it says it's time to freshen up down there in the new year. The crop preserver is an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer, and then it says you already put deodorant on your armpits. Why are you not putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? My balls. Wow. Whose genitals are the smelliest part of their body? Yeah, that's who's done. That's a problem. But who's done that research? I think who's that <laughs> it. I, well, no one's corrected it because they didn't want to go near stinky ball Jeff. But <laughs> yeah, I, the, right. I, I think it maybe has the potential to become the smelliest part of your body. I guess. Look, I'm. I get from my yeah. personal experience that struck me as something very bizarre to say. <laughs> like all you have to do is shower once a day and your balls don't get smelly. Am I right, lads? That's yeah. right. If I if I've done a hard sesh at the gym when I come home, then yes, it's bad stuff down there. But that's but that's after an extreme workout. That's not after just a day of walking around. Right. D- you well, know, most people like they can sweat up a storm under their pits just from being out and walking around and just natural mm-hmm. uh, body odor stuff. And I tell you but, what, I can yeah. I can sweat up a storm on any part of my body just from walking around. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay, but then any surely your whole body smells. <laughs> okay, let's maybe we should. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Look, I think uh, we're uh, definitely uh, in the weeds <laughs> at this point. Um, what about feet? even if even if we're even if like we're being more positive. About it, yeah. even in that scenario, it's still no picnic down there. Let's let's say okay. even best case scenario, you're not wanting to you're not wanting to get your your snout right up in there. I think we can all agree <laughs> that you don't want your balls to smell bad. Absolutely, yes, absolutely. Okay, yes, okay. we yes. can meet in the middle on that. Yes. Yeah, whether yes, or yes. not they start off smelling bad, or yeah, it's easy yeah, for yeah. them to become poor smelling. Yeah, that. Sure. Yeah. Those are different things that we're not going to cover here in our copywriting adjustment segment, copy wronging (laughs) that we do every week with the Manscaped (laughs) (laughs) advertising. Who we love and we appreciate their support. Um, But yeah, you're right. Even if you smell great, there's nothing wrong with a bit of moisturizer on your um, on your ones and twos. No. (laughs) Your little Um, binaries. So So. yes. So if you want to get any of this, uh, go to manscaped.com. Use the code filthy. That is. Filthy for our podcast, and you get twenty percent off and free shipping on the performance package or other items. I'm not sure, but whatever you do, go and have a browse around. It's a great way to start the new year. Mm. You know, take take control of your personal grooming and go to manscaped.com. Use the code Filthy. Take control of your own personal Pokemon in Pokemon Legends Arceus, like we were talking okay. about. Um, yes. Arceus, Arceus. I don't know. Rock me, I'm Arceus. Rock me Amicaeus, yeah. I'd say Arceus, mm. but I could be wrong. Yeah, but I think so. Yeah. To the point you were making before about the you know Switch games in general, 
running quite poorly at this yeah. point in its life cycle. Uh, that game does have the smaller sort of contained open worldy thing, so it's not a full open world uh, along the lines of Monster right. Hunter. So yep. um, okay, it probably won't run great because it is a, a modern Switch game, and that's just seems to be the bar that has been set for that. Yeah, but it's looked a little choppy since day one, yes. and mm. I think it was one that when it was first unveiled, uh, it, it was really one that led to uh, further. Uh, fervent speculation that an announcement of a pro m- must be imminent. Right. Yes, it was like they're clearly showing this off on current hardware and it looks like it's it's struggling. Mm. But uh, nevertheless, I think this game looks fun. I've been excited for it since we first saw it. Um, looks like a fun twist on the Pokemon formula, although those games are kind of all over the shop in terms of uh, quality and enjoyment. So right. I, I, I really don't know. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm staying positive about it. I think it looks fun. If they pull it off, I think it'll be great. Yeah, I think I'm similar. I'm very interested to see what it's like. I really hope that it's good because if yeah. it is good, it's the game that I most wanted to exist when I was younger. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it looks like it's, I'm still not a 100% clear on. Um, on exactly what it is, but it looks like it's more real time. Yeah, Monster Hunter is probably a good comparison. It looks mm. like a bit of Monster Hunter, I don't real time fighty kind of stuff, and I'd catching them in a way that's a bit more not just in a turn based battle, hitting a button to throw a ball, like actually having to kind of do that in a real time setting. I think it's not. I don't think it's actiony. I think it might still be turn based, but it's like an over shoulder kind of view thing. Right. I'd have right. to double check that because I am also a little unclear on it because, yeah, and, and, Game Freak are a weird company, and you're completely right about how spotty their their output can be. So mm. yeah, uh, very, but I loved uh, I loved the new though. snap that came out last year. They pulled that one off, mm-hmm. uh, well, even th- though that's not developed by them. But still, like that's kind of that kind of restored my faith in like, oh yeah, they can do Pokemon spinoffs that are that are really cool. There's there's a lot of good stuff to be done with that world. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I agree. This looks like. When, when it first got revealed, I think we were all saying it, it sort of looks like what we... The sort of things that we would have hoped would have been implemented in a mainline game by yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Um, more kind of like, yeah, exploring in the wild and like it, a bit more sort of, yeah, less, less traditional kind of RPG. Well, we'll be talking about it in like four weeks. And then yeah. after another week, hypothetically, we'll be talking about Dying Light 2, which I mm. still massively doubt will actually be the case. I don't know. I I could see that game getting delayed a lot, but um, I'm really interested to see how this one turns out too because it it seemed cool. Everything they were saying about it and showed about it early on looked good, and then they mm-hmm. went completely silent for a long time. And just recently, some like you know YouTube people and stuff got like weird early builds of the game that they're allowed to make ten minute preview videos on, and all seemed weirdly positive in a way that's that. That that didn't seem necessarily natural to me, right? <laughs> but uh, it's coming out on the fourth of February, is what they're saying. Yeah, well, yeah. So they did delay it, right? They delayed it mm. after they came back uh, out of that radio silence, and it was meant to come out late last year. So, or or or, or just earlier in January, I, I can't remember. But they did delay mm. it. Um, I've I played the first one and and loved it. it. It's a it's a really fun parkour 
a zombie game with yeah genuine sort of branching paths and and ways to approach missions like an RPG. So, I mean, apart from being a little burnt out on zombie stuff for what I have to assume now is the rest of my life, given like <laughs> I've been burnt out on zombie stuff for years, mm. um, it does look cool. So we'll see. Yeah, I definitely would uh, love for that to to be good. I'm just keeping my own expectations managed, you know. Um, yeah. Because yep. I agree that that first one is uh, really cool, and it's just like a the the stuff they were saying about how the story could potentially go in in, mm. in the second one sounded cool. But we'll, we'll we'll see, and we'll see soon as well. These yeah. these games all coming out soon enough that maybe we don't spend too much time talking about them now because there'll be full podcasts about them soon enough. Like yeah, uh, true. <laughs> Oli Oli World and Sifu, um, yep. both look cool to me. Oli Oli skateboarding, Sifu fighting. Yes, Sifu has yep. that that weird sort of like surprisingly filmic, uh, fluid fighting stuff where it doesn't really look like you know oh button button but you know it looks very natural. Mm. Um, and I think is the the key sort of um draw or hook for the game. But yeah, that looks cool. And yeah, I'm sure we'll talk about it. And I'm sure. We'll all have a crack of Oli Oli World because, again, stylistically looks great and um, skating games are fucking fun. Yeah. Yeah. Similar sort of stuff with, like, uh, I kind of want to play Total War Warhammer 3. That's coming oh, yeah. to Game Pass. I I like oh, strategy too, yeah. games. I, I want to give that a look. But then we'll definitely all be talking about Horizon Forbidden West. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I would imagine Elden Really, Ring really well looking to forward the to that. The, the next kind of, uh, I guess, big game. That I'll sink a lot of time into, mm-hmm. potentially. Yeah, never, mm. never ended up um, going back into number one to kind of do more of it. Uh, sort of realised I'd crossed the line where I was better kind of keeping myself fresh for um, Forbidden West. Right. But, uh, yeah, looks great. Well, you'll have a good seven days to play Horizon Forbidden West, or less. No, seven days because Elden Ring comes out a week later. <laughs> Yeah, two really huge games, both of which I'm looking forward to, and I am willing to bet that I will be unfairly negative towards Forbidden West again because I lose track of it because a a game I want to play more comes out uh, not long after, like with Happen Breath of the Wild. So Yeah, yeah. Because there was a bit of gameplay footage of Forbidden West that came out recently, a bit of new stuff that looked fucking really good to me, and I liked where the story ended up going in that first one, so I want to see more of it. But then, yeah. yeah, Elden Ring is um, a big heavy hitter for me, for sure. Yeah, and again with for- Forbidden West, like I, I just am ready for a. Oh, I mean, it's not. Yeah, it's not a PS5 exclusive, but I, I am ready to see another thing that kind of pushes that hardware mm-hmm. that um, you know, is is not getting a huge run at the moment. And Elden Ring, mm. yeah, I think everything we've seen of it looks great. I really want to like it. I still have no idea if if um going if it's going to gel with me or if I'm going to bounce off it quickly, but uh, I think all the all the aesthetic stuff and the the tone and the vibe of it looks fantastic. So, yeah, I'm definitely I'm definitely excited to give it a go. Mm. Um I have a feeling you're in this a similar boat, Ben? Yes, I am in the exact same boat and it feels like we might end up drowning but who, <laughs> who knows hopefully not um maybe we just have to really try hard <laughs> and yeah we'll get good at it i reckon yeah. there's there's yeah. It, it yes it has exactly the same sort of vibe as the other from games where it's like you know there it it's uh, not an easy game but it does seem like there are ways you can make it easier on yourself by like using magic and whatever but like yeah, yeah. also that involves going and looking up like you know ways to 
basically cheated That's the game. Stuff. Right. I feel like, Adam, it, I, I have a feeling that this in Horizon could be kind of the opposite for me as for you. Like, right. if, I'm, if I'm invested enough in Horizon... And then yeah. Elden Ring coming out, and if I'm if I'm finding it too tricky, rather than be like, well, this is what I've got on the go at the moment, I'll I'll persevere. In the back of my head, there's going to be this thing where it's like, hey, I've got this thing that I'm really enjoying, that I'm you know seven eight hours into, right. and the story is really progressing, and I've kind of got to grips with it. It is really hard when enough stuff is coming out in a row where it's mm. just like constant sets of new mechanics to be wrapping your head around, and yeah, especially if you've if you've put a significant amount of time into one of those the week before, it's like oh, I'm just gonna go back and do that because it's uh because it's familiar at this point that makes yeah. a lot of sense well speaking of mechanics they'll be working on the cars that you drive in gran turismo 7 <laughs> <laughs> yeah coming I out guess they would yeah nice a, a that's little not over bad a, at all <laughs> a little over nice. a week hey ben ring. <laughs> hey ben good yeah. job on that one yeah yeah thanks mate thanks hey ben, <laughs> i'm gonna give you the ultimate compliment that i ever give anyone yeah I'll pay that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, mate. Oh. That's got to feel good. That feels very I'll good. I'll pay that. I'm taking wow. a Victoria sip of my big M at the moment. <laughs> Tommy Danes to pay it. Wow. I'll pay that. Yeah, no, nah, yeah. yeah uh, nah. I'm looking forward to Gran Turismo 7. Speaking of, you know, looking at what the PS5 can do, this is also a PS4 game, but yep. I think this yep. will look good. And yes. uh, I like driving cars around in games. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm I'm really excited for this one. Um, although, uh, yeah, I think as I said with my Forza Horizon Five review, like the I want I tend to gravitate to the more arcadey ones. But right. I did love Gran Turismo as a series, and it was one of the ones that I've been playing as a PS owner for for years. Same day though, yeah. Same day, yeah. Got a little bit of Triforce action. Triangle Strategy is meant to come out. Yes. On the Nintendo Switch. Now I'm looking forward to this. Mm. I enjoyed, I think I'm the only one of us that enjoyed Octopath Traveler, their last game in this style. Um, yeah, I, I played a bit of it and I didn't mind it, but I think I found the writing really, uh, really dumb. or so, Like I just couldn't um, connect and you need to with like it a was really very like RPG base level goofy RPG. Well, I think part of what a lot of people's criticisms with it was is that uh, you had these different storylines and you would do one and then it would reset and you'd go to another part of the map and so you were just doing intros of stories again and again and That's again right. and again, which I think a lot of people found frustrating. Right. Yeah. Uh, I didn't mind that so much, but this looks like maybe they've. Yeah, maybe they've refined some of those issues that people had and the combat looks interesting and I just mm. love this style. I think that this... It does What, look what cool. do they call it? 2.5D two, two or... Diorama. Didn't name. they have diorama somewhere or something like that? In oh, yeah. It? Or it yeah. just looks like yeah, they've a Yeah, they have got some strange name for the engine or something like that. But um, it, it yeah, I think it's such a striking effect when you're actually in the game world and yeah, I, I, I really like the tone and look of it and yeah, I, I enjoyed Octopath so... Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. May well have the game name of the year as well. Triangle Strategy. Yeah. I love that that's still what they've called it. They've just dropped the project. <laughs> and now Which is exactly what they did with Octopath. Yeah, it was the same yeah. thing. It was like working title Project Octopath Traveler. Mm. Oh, that's stupid. Is it less stupid <laughs> if we take Project off it? Oh, I mean, barely. But yeah. Yeah, it's, like, yes, it's, technically. It's not a win. Yeah. Um, this H- and, um, HD2D. HD2D is the style, Tommy. Oh, I just yeah. looked it yeah, up because yeah. oh, okay. I'm sure people will be yelling at their... Um, Podcast apps. Also, the name of probably the worst rapper in the world. I don't know if it's a person, but HD2D really sounds like the name of a just sound like a terrible rapper. 
Yep. Yep. My name's yep. HD yep. and also 2D and I'm here to say. <laughs> anyway. It's just getting big and then people have found some dodgy tweets from like 10 years ago. Yeah. It's like, oh, no. no when I said those words, I was off. being funny. Um, <laughs> uh, it, it reminded me, just talking about triangle strategy, of the other uh, that I don't think has a release date, so I'm just going to bring it up now. Oh, the yeah. other cool graphics tactics game coming out next year which is metal slug tactics oh yes can't wait yeah, yeah really can't wait for that yep <coughs> that's um a, a a big one i'm looking forward to uh, i'm going to talk about this more next week but i got a thing that lets you play retro games and i've been playing metal slug but i'll talk about uh, that yeah. Yeah, it's called the infinity games machine yeah, I've I've put, I've attached another Frankenstein <laughs> limb. Oh, you know how Frankenstein had eight different limbs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, It's an immersive gaming experience. The Adams apartment. Yeah. Um, and ta- Metal Slug Tactics is on a bunch of stuff, isn't it? It's a bunch yes, bunch of different platforms. So. Yeah, I believe. Is it, so. I thought it was just PC to start with. I thought they when they announced it. it I think it was in said. a Switch Direct. Yeah, um, yeah, it oh, was. Really? Oh, okay. So I, I I thought it was a Switch exclusive, so that's why I googled it. But no, it's it's um, Switch uh, and Windows. Oh, it looks okay. like so, yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. An indie yeah. game. Um, some others because we're just in March. Maybe we just quickly go over these. But uh, Tunic, I think, might be cool. It's like a Zelda kind of uh, thing, but you're a fox instead of a kid. Little fox. Yep. Yeah, looks cool. Uh, Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin. A Terrible name for a game that looks like it could be cool, Final Fantasy yeah. Neo. We played that demo um, yeah. a few months ago and it was really fun. It was cool to play a... Um, for me, it seemed a bit easier than a FromSoft game. Yeah, maybe, I don't know if the Neo games are easier as well, but um, just sort of like a third-person action um, game with Final Fantasy stuff. Uh, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, uh, it seems goofy in a cool way as well. Um, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, I think I'm going to end up playing, but because uh, I'd like, I, I've enjoyed the way all of those Borderlands games play. So I'm mm-hmm. uh, looking forward ish to that one, but it does seem to my tastes, I might end up getting annoyed by uh, that game as well. Is Will yep. Arnett in it? Because he did the presentation, right? There's a ton of people in it. I think, like, uh, fucking what's his name from Parks and Rec? Um, oh, Adam Scott? Nah, keep going. <laughs> Aziz Ansari. Uh, Aziz Ansari. I think I heard his voice in it. Like, there's. I think it's got a bunch of sort of voices like that in there. Um, um, okay. But yeah, that's oh, yeah. be much. Chocobo. Chocobo racing. Oh, yeah. I want to fucking race much. a little Chocobo around too. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm looking for forward to this. Yeah. I love a kart racer. Uh, if, yeah, if it feels, if it feels fun. Yeah. Then uh, yeah, I'll be I'll be all in on this. I'm not as au fait with the Final Fantasy series as you guys, but it does look like it's got a lot of dumb, goofy kind of fan servicey different characters and stuff in there, and just yeah. looks bright and colourful. And yeah, if the racing feels good, and if that's what you're after, be, uh, dumb, in. stupid, colourful fan servicey characters, then you are very much au fait with the Final Fantasy series. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, less so with uh, the big April game that is the only one really slated for April that I can uh, make head and a tail of, which is Stalker 2 Heart of Chernobyl. Yeah, this looks mm. fucking sick. All, all of the gameplay stuff and the like little cutscenes and stuff look like it's well-directed as well as being like visually good and and, mm. and fun to play. Um, big fan of, of uh, the previous one, and yeah, this looks awesome. 
yeah, I hope that it sticks to that, but I would not be surprised to see this game get uh, pushed back a bit too. Basically, all of the rest of the games for this year get pushed back. If you're past March, I, I would imagine that it's you know it's been a weird couple of years, so that makes sense. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm the same. I, I really liked that first Stalker game. Such good atmosphere and a really unique sort of um, shooter immersive sim kind of game for the time. Yes. And uh, I am excited to see what the sequel again on Game Pass too. So, man, yep. if you got access, get access. <laughs> if you got access, get access. That's beautifully said. <laughs> um, Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm one of the writers on Forspoken, <laughs> which is coming out in May. Yeah. Um, yep. So this this one. We've talked about it a few times, although it is coming out on PC. We've talked about the concept of testing the limits of the PS5. This has literally been developed to do that graphically. Like right. that is why yep. why this game exists. Uh, Which I didn't realize, and yeah, I've been very disinterested in the whole time. But if yeah, if it's yeah, if it's going to be a nice little visual showcase for the PS5, I probably will end up going in because mm. again, I just want I I just want more stuff that makes me feel like it's been a worthwhile yeah. purchase from those trailers as well like all of the sort of specular like little bits and blobs floating around on the on the, on the screen what do you call them i think they're specular effects lots Particle of small effects? particles yes that's it yeah yeah um and like the the capture of the acting and stuff like that all seems cool yeah. it just it does i think to us look a little bit like generic action game off the shelf type of thing uh yep. apart from the visuals and uh, it does seem and a, a lot of people seem to be on the same page as us with this, which isn't always that common. So it must be bad that it is a little overly quippy. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 yeah and qui- overly quippy, like the bits where it's trying to be unique are grading on us and then all the rest of it just looks very generic. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's so, about as bad as it could get. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Although I do think the acting does seem good, like you said. I, I Yeah. I, yeah, I think it's been cast well and um, yeah. Um, I'm I'm so prepared to to like it way more than I thought too. That would be great. Yeah, yeah it could be. Yeah, totally, yeah. totally. Uh, in June, that Cuphead DLC is coming out. Cuphead Delicious Last Course. Yes, mm-hmm. I think we all kind of know what that is, but Cuphead's pretty cool. Yeah, I've been more playing Cuphead. it again. I I booted up the Switch for the first time. Yeah, like I said, to play Bowser Fury for the first time in like six months or something. Like without having doing it for a specific game to review mm. and yep. saw Cuphead was in my library there and fuck, it's so good. Just going back in and, and, uh, and killing some bosses, killing some frogs and shit. Fuck. It's just, yep. uh, I, I wish that they just made a heap of different kinds of games with this style. Like these people, maybe we've yeah. talked about that before, but I love the style so much. Make a, make a slightly easier game or an RPG or something else because... Yeah, I wish yeah. they did a bit of um, what... Again, a game I'll talk about a bit more uh, next week, but um, Shovel Knight, what they are kind right. of where they, where they were like, let's just pretend this is like one of the biggest IPs in the world and just pump out a lot of stuff mm. with these mascot characters in it. And yeah, admittedly, it's like a huge task for them. It's clearly like a lot of work to right. do all this animation. But yeah, you're right. Like I, I'd love the idea of there being a suite of Cuphead... Branded games, yeah, or just down not, the line. not even Cuphead and and Mug Boy, like just the style, like just these guys yeah. and girls making whatever kind of game with whatever kind of protagonist they want. But I just love the animation style. Well, I'd love. Well, to Ben, see I got that. a little game for you called oh. Mickey Mania on the Super <laughs> Nintendo. <laughs> okay, okay. That level I'll of treatment being applied to different animation styles, I agree, would be cool as well. Yeah, yeah. 
other than the animation style of Saints Row, which the reboot of that <laughs> is coming out on the 23rd of August. Yeah. At this point, that was delayed. And yeah, I don't know. Um, it will probably be fine. I feel like that is uh, uh, not interesting to me uh, particularly. Yep. But yep. hey, get that, get that Saints Row franchise back in the zeitgeist. You go get yours. Yeah, (laughs) look, if it's another fun GTA-style game that is actually new and is not just, like, GTA Online DLC pack, um, Mm. great. Bring You know, get us back into that kind of world. But um, I think we're all a little bit sceptical that it'll actually be fun and new and interesting. I think so. Um, I feel kind of the opposite way about the other big open-world game that is kind of the only game slated for the rest of the, the late part of the year. Yep. which is Starfield from Bethesda, the new yeah. IP from the Elder Scrolls people. Yeah, on the 11th of the 11th, 22, it's meant to come out. One 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 two two. Damn, Epstein well, didn't kill. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, uh, make, make a wish. Am I right? I wish this game will be good, and I think it will. I have faith in Bethesda, given that I've liked every game they've ever made except for Fallout 76. So, which apparently is know. is. Fixed up now by all right. accounts. Right. Uh, we, but I, I, maybe we should go in and play that at some point together. Yeah, not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. Because, yes, like I was one of the people who loved Fallout 4 when it came out. And that was one that kind of got a pretty mixed response, especially mm. from audiences. I think critics were a bit more positive. But um, I'm, yeah, I love space and I love Bethesda. So give me, the, give me that Starfield. I think the big thing for me that is a point of difference for this game versus anything they've put out in the last 10 years, 80% of which is Skyrim uh, re-releases, mm-hmm. is that there seems to be a level of enthusiasm from them about this game. Like they seem to be stoked that they are making it and excited that it is coming out. And there is mm. like a, we haven't seen much of it at all. I don't think any gameplay yet, just some sort of in-engine-ish kind of footage of someone walking around a spaceship and whatever. But like yeah. that that makes me uh, optimistic about it because they seem to be excited about it. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think you have to, Skyrim, um, you know, itself has had mixed responses from people, but it is hugely popular. Mm. And if you think you've made the next Skyrim, then, and it's in space, then I think you'd be pretty fucking excited. Right. And I think... Like, you know, say what you want about Skyrim and the million re-releases in the modern context. I think there's a lot of stuff to be said about that, about, you know, that is negative. But at the time, Skyrim was pretty widely considered to be cool. It was, you know? yeah, yeah. It was, it was, the scope of it was huge. The the level of immersion, the level of customization as an RPG. Um, I still love it. You know, I'm still one of those people who starts a new game every, you know, every 12 months or so. I, I think it's fantastic so yeah this is but yeah you're right this is the last one that i think that we think has a release date but it's not the last one that has been announced not by any stretch of the (laughs) fucking imagination i'll tell you that much there's a lot of games that are meant to be coming out in 2022 yeah i reckon we just talk about as many of them as we want to there's we've got like a big list here i've got fucking time (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. yeah um I've got an alphabetical uh, list of games that I made here that I'm uh, looking forward to. And do you would you would you object to me reading out the first one of that list? <laughs> go for it. Why don't we go through your list, Knox? And if there's any that uh, we don't cover from this extremely uh, even longer list, uh, we'll we'll double back. I'd love that. Yeah, uh, dude. 
there's nothing more I would like to do personally yep. than read to a bunch of people a list of games I'm looking forward to playing in the year 2022. There's literally nothing I'd rather do right now. <laughs> don't don't think that I take for granted that I have the opportunity yeah. to take yep. as much time as I want in reading to people. <laughs> I can think of one thing I'd rather do, and it's getting a text message that has the word negative in it. But but apart from that, yeah. that's that's number one. Hearing and contributing to this list. That's a, that's a solid number two. I'm going to text you not to be negative, but you've got COVID. <laughs> uh, Hope this doesn't have a negative effect on your day. A solid number <laughs> two. However. Solid number two. I think that's uh, one of the symptoms, isn't it? <laughs> uh, not in my case. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know which way to go on that. But anyway, back a to solid the list. number three that I'm looking forward to, uh, hopefully, is Bayonetta 3. I have never played oh. the first two oh. games. But mm. I want to this year give a f- big honk to those first two bayonettas. Uh, well, yep. get ready for that third. <laughs> if you want to, if you want to do a big honk, it's the right franchise yeah. for you. It is. It really uh, is. I don't know yeah. what you mean. Neither do I. <laughs> Played and loved too. I think you'd enjoy it, Adam. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's fucking great. Uh, I yeah. I only got in when two was ported over to the Switch, and you you get. I think you get one and two in like a in like a double pack, or you. Yep. You get one as a bonus download. I think digitally, something like that. Yeah, yeah. In in yeah. person, you got that. Like if we were a physical copy and digitally, they're separate, but they now have a bundle together on there too. Yeah, because right. I've been eyeing uh, them off. Yeah, but yeah, two was awesome. Never, um, never went in on one because just felt like, from all accounts, it was two was the same, but a little better. Um, but yeah, it feels like it's been a long. Well, it has been a long, long wait for this. They announced it ages ago. Only just showed it off quite recently mm-hmm. so it is nice to have some confirmation that it actually exists and that it is uh coming out sooner rather than later yeah hopefully mm. uh bomb rush cyberfunk is oh, the next yeah. one cool. this looks really cool man yes. even just saying it f- makes me feel the same way i used to feel when i'd say jet set radio bomb yeah, rush yeah, cyberfunk yeah. is such a good name for yeah, me- spiritual jet set success it makes it makes me feel the way I feel when I say the name Bomb Funk MCs, which is yes. <laughs> orgasmic. Um, <laughs> it looks great. I, I never played the Jet Set radio games, but, you know, I, I absolutely love this style of game and um, and the style of this specific game looks sick. Uh, I'm definitely going to play my, this. My one hesitation with this is I feel like, and I maybe I'm wrong here, but I feel like spiritual successes rarely tend to be great. Yes. I've, Anytime something yeah. is very, very clearly doing like a, um, you know, not just taking some of the ideas, like a kind of a loose sampling of older ideas te- generally tend to be really good. But when it's like a really on-the-nose sort of carbon copy, they they always fail to live up to the expectation, I feel like. I think that so, is a pretty fair hesitation to have about this. Yeah. It's Phew. one that until looking at games that were coming out this year uh, and writing them down on this list, <laughs> were, uh, I, I, I hadn't really looked up that much stuff about Somerville, which I'm just going to mention now, oh, which is that game yes. that looks like Inside. It is made by yeah. a company that is uh, one of the co-founders of Play Dead. It has founded this company too. But yeah, I was under right. the mistaken assumption that that was the next Play Dead game, which I'm wrong about. Well, they haven't announced that. That's because they split. Yeah. Like they had a a uh, they had a beef, and they split. So um, 
like the next Playdead game will be just that one other guys. So right. you know, I, I'm 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 treating this as uh, as much of a sequel as to Inside as whatever the Playdead. You know, or not sequel, but follow up, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Follow on, yeah, 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 yeah. Because we don't know what their actual thing is going to be, right? So this yeah. is this is kind of all we've got for now. And Somerville looks good from this. The, the yeah. stuff they've shown of it I am it looks very great. keen to play that But um, it feels like it's one of those facts That I kind of knew at some point That Playdead had split And then forgot it mm. And relearned that bit of information Just before But yeah it, it, it I really hope that that's good Because it uh, is cool And Inside and Limbo are two great games As will As a lot of people say Is Darkest Dungeon 1 Oh yeah mm-hmm. true Darkest yeah. Dungeon 2 is out in early access now And is meant to fully come out this year the reason I put it on this is because, um, like, Inscription especially, but a couple of games last year made me kind of get the roguelike thing and the card game thing and the type of game that Darkest Dungeon is that I uh, have, yep. have never really engaged with. So I'm I'm keen to expand my horizons. Are you boys? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I was just looking yeah. up Darkest Dungeon because uh, I also yeah, haven't played too. it. Yeah, Maybe yeah, this does look cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's, okay. I think Slay the Spire is one I still mean to get around to, but they kind of talked about uh, in the same uh, company, I believe. Oh, interesting. Okay. This I, looks mm. more interesting visually than Slay the Spire it is, was yeah. to me. But yeah. I, I did love the mechanics of Slay the Spire. So, hey. Hey, so sue me, huh? <laughs> yeah. So test me for a child. Um, before I we would, get past the Ds... Oh yeah, in your alphabetical list, um, because I'm just because I remembered it, and we talked about it before. Dune, Spice Wars, um, mm-hmm. a another entry in the storied franchise of Dune uh, strategy games. Mm-hmm. It's coming out in 2022. It's a 4x game, so it has that added layer of complexity on top of a, an RTS. Um, I'm really excited for it. Dune two specifically is held up as like p- possibly one of the best, or possibly the best RTS. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, really excited for that. It's that one that people, you know, st- credit with basically coming up with the genre in the way that it is, or at least was. Yep, yep. Uh, June is just something I've never interacted with, not even the, the movies or the books or anything, so maybe this is my June year. Yeah, I reckon give it a crack. Uh, give the movie a crack at least, because... It's a visual spectacle. It's very, very. Uh, it's, it's a sumptuous feast for your eyes. Uh, I'm wearing visual spectacles right now. <laughs> As I was going to say, Ben, you wear glasses, so everything's a visual spectacle. <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, so. <laughs> using my visual spectacles, I am reading the words Ghostwire Tokyo. Ah. Uh, mm. Which is. Um, uh, yep. Yeah, very another uh, like intriguing one that. Um, I think has the potential to maybe end up a train wreck. I don't know why I feel like that in the back of my head, but if it works out, I think this game looks really cool. Did, maybe because yeah, the, the title isn't feeling. very good. Maybe. maybe that's why you feel skeptical because it looks great. I ha- there's nothing about it that has looked less than uh, less than fun and atmospheric and uh, and cool in my opinion. I think so too. I just have I've got a, maybe it's just the word ghost is scaring me. It could be that. It could be that. (laughs) I don't want to get getting the feeling like I want to run away from this game. (laughs) Maybe because it's bad. I don't know. (laughs) Um, Um, That reminds me. uh, 
the word ghost has reminded me that they announced there'll be a Ghost of Tsushima film adaptation directed by the the director of John Wick, um, uh. which is, I don't know how to feel about that. Mm. A Ghost of Tsushima is one of those ones where it's like, okay, well, you're just making like a, a medieval Japan movie then. Like that's just yeah. a yeah. samurai movie that you're making. Same with Uncharted. What's fun about those games mm, is the fact mm. that they're movie worlds mm. transposed into games. But Yeah, it's it's a strange yeah. thing to go like this game that is based in a real world setting, we're making an adaptation of this game. So oh, you're making mm. a different movie set in that time period then. Yeah. And yeah. like, you know, they literally mentioned Kurosawa in their visual options. So it's like, right. okay, so you've compared yourself to the greatest filmmaker of samurai <laughs> films ever. Well, that's a and good now thing. You make, <laughs> now the movie well, will be so. great. <laughs> yeah, I guess so, yeah. Well, if they <laughs> no just excuse. add Kurosawa mode to the film, I guess, yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like the, right. Halfway through, visually it toggles over and then after a while it's like, uh, like this is cool that this exists, yeah. but it, like it's a DVD not, demo in really a VHS, it just like puts <laughs> yeah. some f- artificial film grain on there to make it look worse. Yeah, yeah. Um, God of War Ragnarok. I think there's not heaps to necessarily say about that because yeah. we talked about God of War a ton when it came out, and I feel the same way about this uh, yeah. that I did about yep. that, where I really want to play it and it looks good, and I'm very glad that it is finishing up that uh, Nordic mythology storyline mm. as well. Mm, yeah. That's a cool thing. The world to know. of assassination. The world of assassination. <laughs> I believe it's called. Um, yes. I'm interested to see how Gotham Knights turns out, but that's the multiplayer one that Me will too. probably end up being not to our tastes. Hogwarts sure. Legacy. Yes. Fuck, I'm fascinated by this game. Yeah. Could be cool. Yeah. Looks. Yeah. Looks neat. Looks neat that it's that it's not the. It's not the characters from the film. No, it's own little. It's like the late eighteen hundreds, I believe, films. is when they're setting it, or something like yeah. that. So it's right. it's olden days magic as opposed to that modern Harry Potter magic. This looks like one that could be uh, it could be fun to play with a uh, partner watching on mm. who doesn't play games, but you know most people are into Harry Potter in some capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, I'm sure it'll be interesting to my partner getting to see a little game where you get to fuck around in Hogwarts and go do the classes and stuff. Mm. It's neat. It could be cool. And uh, like we've talked about it a bunch. It's a shame that I feel like uh, this will predictably suffer in some capacity from the uh, person who is at the, uh, what do you want to call it? The, the, the high table of the mm-hmm. Harry Potter franchise. <laughs> yeah, that's the uh, first well, phrase that would have come to my mind as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the creator. Yeah, the creator, the person yeah, at the high table. To, yeah, I was trying to, I was trying to use more flowery language, forgetting the mental state that I'm currently in. <laughs> God, um, you should be sitting in a high chair, mate, because you're a baby. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it is, it is a shame that I feel like that is ultimately going to have some sort of, even if it is slight, I think it will have a n- negative effect yeah. on the reception and sales of the game. Even if it is a small percentage of people, I'm sure there will be some people that. Uh, boycott this fairly or unfairly. Um, I I I think maybe I think unfairly because I think the people right. working on it are you know nothing to nothing to do and with I've that. Specifically but said, money hey, does still go into her pocket, yeah. so that's kind of unavoidable. Yeah, but you got to follow them Benjamins. Yeah, uh, and I'll yep. be following. But I'm, I'm excited to give this a go. Yeah, I, I'm I'm looking forward to actually seeing some of it too. I feel like we haven't actually yeah. seen gameplay of it, mm. so I I want to see that. 
um, I want to play Hollow Knight Silk Song. Ho oh, yeah, this Hollow one's Knight's been been slated for a while, right? Yeah, it's this was meant to be DLC at one point, right? And then it fleshed out into its own new full game. It's becoming one of those ones that's like getting to be a poster boy for kind of delayed game thing, right. you know. Uh, it's every time there's like an indie direct or whatever, they're all like Silk Song, Silk Song, but it but it's because Hollow Knight is a great fucking game and uh, this yeah. looks to be no different. So and not even not even really a delayed game, just like they they keep just not showing any of it. Right, right. Since the sort of first reveal of it, it's the uh, it's more like it's the Chinese democracy of um <laughs> video games where it's like, what's happening with this? Mm. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see Axel Rose try his hand at game development. <laughs> um, let's skip through a few here real quickly uh, because I'm, I'm aware that I don't want you to pass out due to illness uh, on yeah. my behalf. Um, Kirby, Thanks. I'm just getting land. going, baby. New oh. Kirby game. Yeah. Yes. That'll get you yep. going. Looks great. Yeah, that little Looks pink like ball. Looks like a... Uh, Looks very uh, Mario platformer style, which they've mm. still not said anything about, you know, when there'll be a new one of them. So this looks like it could uh, fill that void. You're going to be a little pink ball sucking up this game. <laughs> I sure am. Uh, I'm looking forward to playing Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga because oh. I remember reading a preview of this game in 2019 that was like, it's fucking really good. And you go to every Star Wars planet and it's got it all. It just was mm-hmm. like a glowing preview that has stuck with me. So I'm interested to see if this will be a good game. Well, those previews are never compromised by any, you know, uh, <laughs> anything. That's why Nothing. I trust it. <laughs> Nothing about access or uh, ad, to ad space. Um, but yeah, like, I think you're also probably, as is your personality, Nox, um, like the fact that it is the entire thing in a package, right? Yes. Like the whole That series. is a very good point. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone can just, just offer me something that has the word complete on it, yes. it gives me such a sense of relief. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You don't, there's no more to get. You've got it all. <laughs> Adam, as a son, you're a complete disappointment. <laughs> oh, thank God. Thank God. The, Thank God that I've done it as thoroughly uh, as possible. It. The entire it. thing. The whole story of me being a bad son from start to finish. <laughs> um, couple of indie games. Little Devil Inside, uh, I think, looks like Ooh, it might be yes. cool. Do you remember that one? Looks I've, great. I've yeah, been great, looking forward to this for style. years. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. was like a Kickstarter game that's been around for like a decade or something where they've just mm. been gradually building it up. But yeah, it looks awesome. I agree. Uh, and Open Roads was uh, another indie game that I thought looked really, really cool, which is that was the one where it was you and your mother going for a drive, like a long uh, road trip. And there was something about the style of it and uh, oh, from sure. the, the preview that I saw that uh, kind of hooked me. So I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, yeah. seeing how that turns out. Um, I never played the first Oxen Free, but people say it's good and there's a second one coming out. So I put that on here. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just going Sports through. Sports story. Uh, very excited to. That's been that's been delayed a bunch. Um, yeah. The sequel to Golf Story. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It seems like they've really, yeah, broadened the scope pretty massively. But um, I thought Golf Story was great. And yes. They're, uh, they're an Australian team too, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, so yeah, very 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 excited for that. They um, haven't said that that'll be coming out this year too, but it's just kind of assumed because they had to. a 2021 yeah. release, I think, projected or something like that and then kind of went quiet on it. So yeah, yeah we'll see if that ends up happening. 
and they've shown um, it a couple of times in the in right. the past twelve months. Yeah. The other sort of indie game that I would uh, say, I don't know if this counts as one actually because it feels like it's been pretty promoted by Sony, but Stray looks really cool. Oh, Stray looks yeah. awesome. Cat yeah. robot yeah. game. That was a big uh, standout from whichever presentation that was in. Yeah. The early the the first PS5, PS5 one, reveal I think, yeah. Kind of one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that looked great. Me too. Yeah. I'm uh, really keen to... to uh, it looks like exactly the sort of thing where if it's a rainy day, you put it on and you just mm. vibe, brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put it on mute. Put on uh, lo-fi. Yeah. Oh, to yes. study to in the background. Put it on mute. Put old put episodes on, of The Office on a different TV. Just watch them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put on like a 10-hour In 10 your Sakurai-style living room that you have, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know if you skipped this on purpose, Nox. I can't imagine you did, but Mario plus Rabbits 2 is also meant to come out in 2022. Yeah, I just wanted to go through and, and do the other sort of indie games there. I don't know why I changed up that, but it just felt like... I was just vibing throw with us that off. feeling at the time, To man. throw off your enemies. Yeah, it threw me off. That's for damn sure. <laughs> Fuck the alphabet, dude. But yeah, Mario and Rabbids uh, 2, very much looking forward to that. Tommy, uh, especially out of the three of us, but all of us liked it, mm. Uh, mm. gobbled up that yeah. first game. The, one of the biggest... Uh, one of the biggest surprises since we started doing this pod. Yeah, right. We all thought it looked like a terrible idea. It yeah. being announced, We're not at into that. it existing. The, the, yeah. the Ubisoft press conference being the place where it was announced as well, yes. and it just really yes. seemed like, oh, what a Nintendo doing. Yeah, yeah, and early enough in the Switch being announced, where they were kind of on the ropes as well. Yeah, like, is this console going to flop? And now they're palming off their characters to this company that. Sometimes make some pretty ordinary games with these yeah. characters that we kind of hate, but yeah. yeah, they they pulled off a really fun game. The DLC was really fun. Uh, yeah, excited to see more of this. Absolutely, the, the, just like the the, uh, the 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 tone of it and everything, and that XCOM style gameplay is really good, which is why I'm looking forward to Marvel's Midnight Suns, which is Marvel XCOM. Yes. Yep. yep. XCOM to America. There's got to be a better one than that. Um, um, Doctor Strange um, com. <laughs> uh, XCOM Holland. What about yeah. X Men? What about X Men? No, you know, that it's doesn't X-Men make sense. <laughs> and XCOM. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, I, I don't think they've shown too much of that or anything yet. But that is what that no. is. It's XCOM with yeah. Marvel characters, which could be cool. Um, Metroid Prime Four. You would have to imagine we see. Something of this year, right? Hopefully. Something. Yep. Metroid's big a again. Red. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. I kind of, you know, I hadn't played one for a while. I was a bit like, you know, l- looking forward to this coming out because it's a, you know, it's a big Nintendo release, and the others have been great. But certainly, playing Dread has kind of gotten me back into the vibe of that world again. Mm. So yeah, would love to see. Would love to see what's going on with this game. Or just kill it. Like, either let us see it or just let us move on with our lives. Right. Because <laughs> Nintendo's right. left us on red for years. years. <laughs> yeah. Right. I, I, if, we're t- if we're talking uh, announcements or rev- reveals, that plus, like you mentioned, one of you guys mentioned before, Mario 3D. Like, mm. Bowser's mm. Fury was huge and it was like, what, started last year? And Yep. Uh, it was as in it was like hugely popular and well done and all of that stuff. Mm. Um, but in terms of development time, we should be seeing a, a follow up to Odyssey. And based on Bowser's there Fury, a, I'm, I'm, I'm into it. Yeah. There was a thing uh, like in the last couple of weeks, there was like a leaker online who 
had like a few months ago had put out a thing where he was like, here's what's coming up. And one of those things was Mario Odyssey 2 with some details about it. And then like every other thing that he has predicted has since been announced. Yeah. And they were pretty like, one of them was like the open world Sonic game, I think was like the only other thing on his list that now people are like, oh shit, maybe this guy does know what he's talking about. It was about. from right. a survey. It was like a... Yeah. a, a, a yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. He did, market, he did market research for it, he reckons. Right, yeah. yeah. And they're like, would you want to fight Bowser in anymore? It's like all these <laughs> like... He's got these like weird tidbits of just like, yeah, stuff that they asked him on a... Yeah, on yeah a right. market research. Can you slam this solo down fast <laughs> or would you prefer it to be slower in a larger can for a man? <laughs> and also, would you play Sonic Frontiers? Yeah, that—that's mm. the game, right? And it, that also is, I think, yeah. meant to come out this year. It is, and yeah. it had yep. the name Frontiers in that like package or whatever as well. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, like they maybe it yeah, was even yeah. they were giving them options of names, but yes. Yeah, so right, right. Would love to see some more Mario. Would also love to mm-hmm. see what Redfall is, which is Arcane's co-op multiplayer game. Right, uh, Arcane being the the Deathloop, Deathloop dishonored people. Yep, I dare say you'll see it while we play it together. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, because um, yeah, we all we all had a great time with Deathloop, and uh, didn't you know we tried to do some of the online stuff. Um, yeah. I think specifically we tried to record it and it did not work. Tried to do for a video, yeah. Yeah, um, but fuck, yeah. Like we've played a bunch of free-to-play co-op games in the past 12 months that were fun due to being free co-op games. Um, mm-hmm. If a good, a genuinely great developer makes one, I'm sure, yeah, it'll be a ripper. So, yes, I, I'm looking forward to this one. Yeah, it'll be cool to find out some stuff about that. Basically, the opposite side of the spectrum and uh, that it's a very much known quantity is Splatoon 3. I like Splatoon. Mm-hmm. Yep. Those are fun games. I'll play some more. Yep. Get over it. <laughs> um, and Sonic Frontiers we mentioned before, but I'm yep. keen to see what that is. I have every expectation that it'll be, once again, classic Sonic dog <laughs> shit. Yeah. Yep. Don't have high hopes, but yeah, it's... You know, maybe they're maybe they're due a win because it concept wise and that teaser trailer, it looked it looked great in that. Yeah. I don't know anyone can gussy up a teaser to look good, but yeah, if they if they fulfil the promise of that it'll be great. But yeah, not a lot not a lot of uh not a lot of reasons to be optimistic about anything that Sonic team put their hands to. Yeah. Um The Lord their of the wins. Rings. The wins they had have been the movies. The movies, well, right. I mean, the first right. one. And <laughs> right. we think the what second one looks good. In. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, I know yeah. that second one does look good, hey. And yeah, I'm actually yeah. looking forward mm. to seeing that this year. Um, more probably, like you say, than than playing the actual Sonic game that they're mm. considering putting out. Aren't mm. they making a Sonic Mania 2 as well? Isn't that somewhere being worked on in the background? Am I imagining that? I don't. I haven't heard anything about that. I would love that to be true because I fucking loved the first one. That was maybe um, the the good Sonic game. Yeah, yeah, uh, but uh, but you know it wasn't made by Sonic. No. Time. Apparently, there were reports in October that it was being developed and has been scrapped. Oh, no. Ah, damn. So damn. yeah, classic Sega. That news came in and flew out like a blue blue blur. Um, now you're blue. A couple other uh, big games. I don't like the look of the Lord of the Rings Golem, but I want to see what it is. Yeah, I want to like it. Yeah, I I agree, but I want to like it. Um, Yeah, what else was there? Was a few other ones alphabetically that we. Oh, that Dragon Ball game looks cool. Yeah, like eight on one. 
Um, yes. The Suicide Squad game. Yes. Interested to see that. That uh, the, the gameplay they showed of that from the wherever that was. Maybe that was like the DC fandom thing or whatever. Whenever they mm, showed off some yeah, gameplay quite of that. Uh, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League looks like fun in the same way that those Arkham games did. Yeah. Um, yep. And then I think the big, unless there's some other uh, There's some other ones. big ones. Dragon Age 4 is meant to come out this year. I reckon that won't happen. I wouldn't be surprised. I've seen fuck all about it, but, yeah. you know, it's um, this series used to be one of the big AAA, you know, mm. big hitters. Mm-hmm. Um, it's It'll be cool. I think, like, it. I'd love to play a good Dragon Age game and have a fun fantasy role-playing thing. The thing that that game will be to me, though, is, like, an indication of how much to look forward to that new Mass Effect that they're making. Yes. Which is yep. the one that I really want to be good. Yep. That's, I probably completely agree. Um, but the the biggest big one for me this year that hopefully comes out this year that I'm looking forward to uh, a lot because it is the sequel to one of the best games of all time is Breath of the Wild 2. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Supposedly out this year. Uh, I think it'll happen. I think Maybe so too. Maybe that's naive. Uh, I could see it being very end of the year. I could see it being their big holiday game. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think probably pretty soon we'll we'll get a better look at it because the, the the little glimpse that we did see um, was I, I still I still think that was such a weird little trailer. It really seemed like it had been edited together quite hastily and mm. perhaps against the development team's right. uh, will. Perhaps they weren't ready to show it off yet because it lacked that sort of polish that their trailer certainly for a very first look of such an anticipated thing that they usually have but i would think that i mean there's probably going to be a nintendo direct at the start of the year and you'd think that'd be the time that we probably see a a, an actual title for it and maybe a bit more of what it is Mm. or maybe it's their e3 because heaps of nintendo pretty much all of nintendo's back end of this year was stuff that was only announced at e3 so i would guess we'll be waiting until then they do tend to have a big january one um Mm. and i would assume that that is going to be focused on like splatoon probably because that'll be their first big game that i would guess would come out in like may uh and then and maybe kirby right maybe kirby too and uh then yeah i reckon you're right big breath of the wild thing at e3 that's interesting about that trailer though because that first trailer for the first breath of the wild had like orchestrated music that wasn't even in the game that they made for this trailer it had a very cinematic and put together it was so precise and then this one was just it seemed like it seemed like it looked like when you're kind of like randomly flicking around trying to find a certain part in like mm. an episode of something on Netflix and you're just yeah. doing the like skip forward by 10 seconds. It was this It was this B-roll real kind of kind grab of bag that, yeah, that lacked their usual sort of like a game like that you would think would have like a big, yeah, I, I still, I, I don't, I, I don't, we'll never know what the story was there, but I think it, I think they kind yeah. of got pushed into Revealing it before they were well, probably ready, and it didn't answer what like my big question about that game is, which is like, is the map the same map as the first one? Which I think yeah. they yeah. kind of said like, yeah, it is. But how much has it changed? Will it be fun to explore again if you've like hammered that first one in the way that I have? So, uh, but I'm still very much looking forward to it because yeah, it's a sequel to Breath of the Wild. Yeah, yeah, they got um, me. Uh, Hellblade 2 I'm pumped for And again that's meant to be mm-hmm. sort of a, pretty of a, a, a bit of a visual showcase mm. um, yep. There was another one that I just fucking had 
Um, uh, oh, the Avatar game, Frontiers of yeah. Pandora. Um, right. That's uh, I'm interested. Yeah. New gen slash PC exclusive. It's not on PS4 or uh, the Xbox Ones. Um, skeptical, I have to say, but interested. Yeah, I I thought the trailer looked good. I think I it just did, yeah. watched the movie at the time, so yeah, I'm 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 fascinated. I'm interested. Yeah, yeah, me too. I th- I feel um, the same way about the Avatar two, the movie. Yeah, like, yes, I'm, yeah. There's it, there is the potential for there to be a world by the end of twenty two where there is a good Avatar game and movie coming out this year, which feels fucking strange. Yeah, yeah. Avatar's fully back in a big way. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, it's funny that just like the sequel, like the number two of this f- franchise is coming out and it's like kind of tapping into nostalgia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, it's, because it's just yeah. taken so long. It's like people like us are like, yeah, I remember going to see that when I was like, what, 20? <laughs> Fuck, yeah. that's a really good point. Getting all yeah. excited about I don't know, that's 3D. often the case, but it's not, It's it hasn't deliberately been done as a, you know, like sometimes they'll do that where it's like, yeah, many, many years after the fact that it's, they're, they're playing into the fact that they've rebooted it. But yeah, right. this isn't a reboot. This was meant to happen relatively quickly and <laughs> yeah. it's been <laughs> so long. Yeah, <laughs> that's really creepy. Well, um, uh, oh, and there's one more thing. That okay. uh, has the this game has been delayed as much as Avatar Two, I think. The next Vampire Bloodlines, oh, yeah. the Masquerade oh, sure. proper game, because Blood Hunt was under that branding, and there was there is another one, I think, like a different there kind of some, game. I think like um, sort of almost visual novel adventure games that that have been coming out for a while. Yeah, of those, uh, yeah, I'm. I reckon that game will either be cancelled or come out a mess or something because it's been such a strange roller coaster of a development for that game. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I was really looking forward to that and excited for it when it got announced, and it's completely fallen off for me. But yeah, st- still like you, yes, interested to see what happens with that. Yeah, uh, with yeah. something we just- could really sink our teeth into. <laughs> hmm. I don't understand. Yeah, it's pretty. It's a girl. It's it's pretty good. It's for the true rice heads out there. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I'm gonna edit that out. I don't think you can say that anymore. People who love Anne Rice. All right, fucking Clint Eastwood, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh one last one that I'm looking forward to the uh, the Monster Hunter Rise DLC. Oh sure, yeah. Play more of that game will be fun. Yeah. Fuck, I guess we did not list DLC. Um, there probably is a whole bunch. Oh, we did. You know, we yeah. did Cuphead. I guess. Oh yeah, Dabbled. yeah. Well, uh, there's a whole bunch of. I mean, because we're that's the other. That is the actual main thing I'm looking forward to this year, other than Elden Ring, is seeing PS5 games and Xbox Series X games get properly announced and like actually shifting into this kind of next generation of stuff here. Yes. 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 Yep. That'll be that'll be really cool to see. I want to see good graphics. I want to see big in your face attitudes. Oh. Gameplay, you better believe I'm looking for that Because true <laughs> gamers are all about the gameplay Yeah, I love I Yeah, I do I'm one of the weirdos I like the gameplay But yeah, as I yeah. said at the at the start of this episode About three hours ago um, The indie <laughs> games that we don't know about The, the ones that aren't on yeah. the radars the, the A fucking shit ton of great Australian games Came out last year That were mm. like genuinely Like they were in our top tens um, So yeah. excited for some some more of that and uh, yeah, excited to be surprised by by things that are not and on the radar. Y- 
Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, I'm sure this happens every year, but um, Deathloop is the one I can really vividly recall. I, I'm pretty confident that all of us, when we were looking ahead to it, were a bit like, eh, like we, you know, yeah. sort of interested, but yep. I don't think any of us were confident that it would be a game of the year contender. I think we thought maybe a bit of fun. It wasn't super clear what it was. So, yeah, who knows? Maybe Forspoken will end up all right. being our number one game of the year of 2022. That's sure. that's what's, yeah, it's like it's the stuff that we don't even know exists yet, but mm-hmm. also the... Yeah, the stuff that we're a little cold on in previews that ends up... Because it goes both ways. There were indies that I was really looking forward to this year that left me a little cold. Yeah, yes. Agreed. Agreed. Yep. Third, no, third um, year in a row where the only surprises I'm looking forward to are video game related. Everything else, no <laughs> surprises. Please. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, we'd better, uh, we'd better wrap it up for another week. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week. We're going to do a bit of a catch-up of what we've been playing over the last uh, three or so weeks. Yeah, yeah. Recording. Um, but until then, you can get onto our Patreon. You can support the show, which we very much appreciate you doing. Uh, you can pay whatever you want, but for a certain amount, you will get a bonus episode every week and you'll get early access to the YouTube videos that we do. Um, they are, of course... Uh, also available for free on our YouTube channel. That We've got Let's Plays. We've got one-off videos. We put about two up a week, mm. most weeks. Uh, we've also got the Bandcamp where you can get premium uh, extra-long episodes of the show where we do deep dives into franchises and publishers and things like that. Yeah, we just you can did find all of that. the latest one of those. We did every single Star Wars video game that has been released for console and PC. That's accurate, yep. right? Yeah. Just yep. We didn't cover yeah, every arcade house. game, but yeah, yeah. We did basically every Star Wars video game. So if you like Star Wars and video games, which I have a sneaking suspicion, if you're listening to this, you might. <laughs> FilthyCasualsPod.bandcamp.com and you get it for yep. a minimum donation of $1. But if you really like us, you could pay more if you want. I'm just yeah. saying. I'm just yeah. letting you know. If you like the idea of us having cold, hard cash. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, FilthyCasuals.com.au for the links to all that stuff. Guys, thank you very much for listening. And as we say here at the end of every episode of Filthy Casuals... I really think this year is going to be my year. (laughs) I think this is the one. (laughs) Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm-hmm.